You are listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast with pet business coach Kristen Morrison, episode number 125. Welcome to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, where it's all about pet business challenges, real coaching, and real solutions to help you thrive in your pet business and in your life. And now, here's your host, pet business coach Kristen Morrison. As pet care professionals, your clients trust you to care for their furry family members. Pet Sitters Associates is here to help. For over 20 years, Pet Sitters Associates has provided thousands of members with quality pet care insurance. If you work in the pet care industry or you want to make your passion for pets into a profession, you can take your career to the next level with flexible coverage options, client connections, and complete freedom in running your business. Learn why Pet Sitters Associates is the perfect fit for you and get a free quote today at PetSitLLC.com. Also, Pet Sitters Associates is offering Prosperous Pet Business Podcast listeners $15 off when you join today by using the discount code PODCAST at checkout. To find out more, go to the podcast show notes page at prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 125. Before we start today's episode, I just want to let you know that there are some audio issues at the very beginning of my coaching session with the coaching client today, Jen. They do not last for very long though, so if you can just hang in there, you will see that they go away pretty quickly. And then the audio is very clear. Thanks. Enjoy the session and the episode today. Hi, pet business owners. I am excited to release this episode with Jen, with you, a pet business owner that I coached on today's episode of the podcast. Before I do that, I do want to let you know that I have some exciting episodes on my other podcast, which is called Business Pathfinder podcast. If you are not familiar with that, if you haven't checked it out, or if you haven't checked it out in a while, I want to encourage you to listen because even though the most recent coaching clients that I work with on that podcast are not pet business owners, you may find these episodes helpful for you in your own pet business. And in your life too. I work with a lot of people in terms of their personal life so that they can live life better. So if you would like to find out more about that podcast, you can find it on any podcast app that you have. You can go just do a search for Business Pathfinder and you will see it. You will see a picture of me, and you will see Business Pathfinder, and then follow or subscribe, and then you will get episodes in your feed every time they appear. I release new episodes of Business Pathfinder every Wednesday morning. I also have some bonus episodes that I release periodically as well, which are interviews of me being interviewed on other podcasts. And usually those are life issues. You know, a lot of people have life podcasts, personal life podcasts, motivational podcasts, and I have been interviewed on some of those. And so I release some of those episodes. So you can also find a link to the Business Pathfinder in the show notes page, which is prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 125. That's the number 125. Again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 125. And now here is my session with Jen. Enjoy. Hello, Jen. Hi. Hello. Nice to see you and hear you today. I'm very excited. Very, very excited. I'm so glad. Good. I'm happy to be here with you today, Jen. Yeah. So um, my company is Flips Pet Care, and um, we're a very local um, dog walking 
pet sitting and dog training company. I also do some boarding in my home. Um, and the question that I wrote to you about was about basically the post pandemic issues, you know, the things that we have, have kind of flipped the game on its head, at least in New York. I'm sure that like anywhere there's a large city where pet, pet, uh, pet sitting and dog walking is really reliant on people going to work during the day, um, going to offices. So dog walking is still definitely necessary um, in New York City. But what clients need now has changed dramatically. And it's kind of at odds with what staff needs to get out of their job to, to be, you know, financially stable. Um, so tell me so, about that. What does that look like for you? So the hardest thing is that um, clients want us to be more flexible. They want fewer appointments per week. They want, like, for example, before the pandemic, most of our clients were five day a week walks. Mm-hmm. Now, most of our clients are three-day week walks, mm-hmm. and we only have, I want to say, one or two, maybe three five-day week clients, mm-hmm. um, but they also cancel very frequently because they just work from home that day instead of needing us to take out their dog, even if they're on you know, appointment week of like four days per week. Um, they'll put in, they'll be like, Oh, I get to stay home on Tuesday. So, um, we'll get cancellations. I actually made a little, um, chart of the differences before and post pandemic to kind of make it more clear. Great. Um, pandemic, none of our clients work from home mm-hmm. after the pandemic. Most of our clients work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, before the pandemic, most of our clients had scheduled uh, five days a week. Now it's three days a week. Before, cancellations were really rare. We had maybe one to two cancellations per week. Now, cancellations are so common. Entire weeks of cancellations are normal. Like mm-hmm. Clients will just be like, I'm working at home for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, before I made the staff schedule based on five days of almost equal appointments, now every day of the week has a unique number of appointments. So, for example, like, you know, um, Fridays are least busy day. Um, Mondays are like second least busy. Now, Tuesdays and Thursdays are crazy. And Wednesdays are like in between in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's of course makes problems for staffing because, you know, people who come into this business, they want a certain amount of weeks, uh, a certain amount of days per week to work. Right. And so I can't like really offer that because I'm like, well, I, I need three people to come in on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but I only need one person on Fridays. Mm-hmm. I need, I may need two or three, depending on the week on a Wednesday. Um, and the other thing is that it's become a lot more time consuming for me to get fewer appointments. So for example, um, yeah, I used to do the staff schedule every Friday for the following week. Um, I thought that was fair because, you know, I want my staff to know what days they're working and what hours they're working. Now, because of uh, cancellations and also because clients may change the days of their appointments. For example, like they were scheduled for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and now they're actually going to be working from home on Tuesday and need Monday instead. Mm -hmm. I'm not equipped to handle extra appointments on Monday because we only have enough to support two people. Yes. Um, (laughs) I get it. Yeah. Um, So now I change a schedule. Like, I'd say it, it feels like seven times. Wow. I'd say a dozen times. The mm. whole staff schedule has to be completely reworked. Like, oh, I'm moving these appointments to that person because now they're doing this route instead of that route. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, scheduling has always been a Rubik's Cube. 
Um, anyway, <laughs> and even before the pandemic, probably. Yes. Pandemic, trying to figure out, okay, who's coming from what neighborhood and, totally. you know, how are things running at that time of day? And, you know, you can handle what dogs? Exactly. Yes, we have. And everybody has a different niche in their ability. So we have people who are really good with the tiny dogs. Mm -hmm. We have people who are super sensitive. And then we have the dog. And then we have people who are better with the bigger dogs who are more structured and rigid and, and good with those, you know, high energy, you know, doodles. Yes. Um, and and trying to work the schedule around that as well as all these like last minute changes that just keep pouring in yeah um, and you know we i mean before the pandemic we only had two neighborhoods in manhattan that we covered mm -hmm. and it was concentrated it was great we didn't spend a lot of time commuting but over the pandemic all of our clients moved I, i'd say two clients out of our entire roster stayed in the same apartment yeah. so like neighborhoods away mm -hmm. so you know when we're when we're coming out of lockdown mm -hmm. and i'm like trying to keep my staff together and i'm yeah. like and you're probably desperate for business too you're willing to be flexible yeah, yeah. so when we came back they were so desperate to just go out and work they we would come in for one walk a day like one walk yeah. And obviously not financially efficient because it costs public transportation more than they were making. Yeah. Um, but it was like they were just like, I need to get back to work, you know? Oh, yeah. um, but so now we're so spread out that I also have to accommodate for commuting, which I would like to narrow down again. Yes. Um but now the crazy thing is the areas that we used to cover before the pandemic aren't even the areas that I want to cover now. Yeah. We have better hubs what, what i call hubs in different locations mm -hmm. um now i want to grow in those locations mm -hmm. and and kind of wean us off the areas that are no longer working for us mm -hmm. um but so yeah the the biggest issue that we have is like this complete like a, a disconnect between what our clients need from us. They need flexibility. They need us to be able to like just pop a walk into the schedule, cancel a walk whenever they're not um, needing it because they're also looking to cut cut costs mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have some ideas. Yeah. Oh, great. I will. I have okay. some ideas. Okay, darling. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for bringing up this topic because it's huge in the pet business world. A lot of things are changing in your business as a result of the pandemic. And the thing is, is that if you are trying to run your business the old way, given these changes, it's not going to work. Right. You're going to be out of business because either your staff are going to want to quit or you're going to want to quit or both. So, right? Am I right? You feeling that? I mean, I, uh, I've gone through so many staff last year. Yeah. Like, I think I did nine trainees in a row that all quit within the first two weeks. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't realize what's involved in this job. And also if oh, yeah. they're anticipating they're going to make a lot of money. I mean, the hiring thing is a whole other conversation that we could have for another yeah. time. So we're going to actually put the hiring on the shelf. We're going to talk about post-pandemic changes that need to happen in your business. And I believe that you making these changes will also help in your hiring too. So that'll be like a hidden blessing from this. So coming back to if you're, you know, your clients have made a lot of changes and whenever that happens in a business, if we don't also step up and make changes, our businesses are going to suffer and we're ultimately going to suffer. And so are yeah. our staff. So that's what's happening right now. And I really feel for you. Okay. I want you to know that like this, you know, I can be like a really straight shooter, but I also have a lot of empathy. And so I'm feeling that for you right now, Jen, like you've been through hell and back, you know? <laughs> so, and then, you know, trying to train all these people. Like, I just, I want you to know, sweetheart, that I feel for you. 
you've been through a lot and you're struggling. Yeah. Yeah. It's been very emotionally taxing. It, I can see that. And I really hear that. And my heart is like giving your heart a huge hug right now. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if you can see, but my eyes are watering right now because I really having owned a pet sitting and dog walking company for 18 years, I know what, what it's like to go through the ringer, you know, and I went through a different version during nine 11, you know, when Mm -hmm. all the travel shut down and it was just grueling and, and, um, very terrifying for me as a business owner of like, what's on the other side of this. But the good news is, is that you have, you have staff that wanted to work right away. That says a lot about you. It says a lot about your company. It says a lot about their connection to the pets, to the human clients. It just says a lot to the overall integrity and foundation of your business. Like that right there tells me a lot about you, Jen. And what you've created. I do try to run my business with lots of input from the staff. For example, the rebranding of our company, we came out with these over the pandemic. Yeah. So I'm going to describe this so podcast listeners can hear because I know right away. It's so great. So what I'm seeing is like a bright pink, great color. It's such a great color. It looks great on you, by the way. Um, And then it says... Flips pets and it has a paw print and it it's like so recognizable. Like if somebody misses that, they're blind, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were going. <laughs> so so I don't know if you know the competition in New York City. Oh yes. I work with a lot of New York City pet sitters, dog walkers, groomers. Yes. And it is so very competitive. It's fierce. It's mm-hmm. fierce. And um, before before the pandemic, um, our t-shirts were white and we had a green and blue, like a green paw print with a blue outline on it. Mm-hmm. It was similar to this, but this was like reinvented. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we were in the pandemic, I was like, this is our time to rebrand. We got to make ourselves known. We need, we need to be able to walk through our neighborhood and we need people to see that's flips. Yep. In the same way they know that's biscuits. Yep. And that's wag and yep. that's a rover. Yep. So, but all of our competitors were either green or blue <laughs> and our, <laughs> <laughs> And um, all of our competitors are green and blue and our logo is green and blue. And we're like, we, we need something completely different. We yeah. need something that's like in your face, easily recognizable. Yeah. And the funny thing is like pink was not even my color. Like I've totally embraced it now. Aww. But basically we had during the pandemic, what we did was we had weekly staff meetings, like Zoom meetings every week. Just to check in, see how yeah. people are doing. The morale, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we we actually, I put our our team onto some. Um, uh, we were doing a webinar with one of the training academies mm-hmm. who was putting out free we- uh, free webinars each mm-hmm. week. So we'd all tune into them together and then do a staff meeting afterwards mm-hmm. to like, we were like, yes, we're going to use this time for education and Beautiful. bettering ourselves and becoming better pet sitters great um but one of the things we decided at the 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 meeting was to to paint to choose hot pink and they're one of the the probably reasons behind that is um historically um our our team has been lgbtq friendly Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) and we were like of course, like our community is really into like the hot pink. Totally, know? yes. And so it oh. was actually the guys on the team who wanted the pink. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and so I was like, yes, let's do it. This is going to be our move because no one else has pink. Yeah. And no one else is really going to go with them as their mm-hmm. standard color because yeah. most of the services in our coverage areas um, 
their walkers are like a lot of very macho men. Uh huh. And we were like, we are not that. Uh-huh. And we we're going to use it. it. We're going to use it to our advantage. I and we're going to have these bright, hot pink colors. Yes. And all of the guys that I've hired have loved it. Oh, have I love it. That's you so know? fantastic. And obviously, I, you know, I hire straight men as well. Yeah, and they course, also yeah. love it. Oh, and I'm like, that's great. That's the kind of guy I want on my team. Totally. There's a guy who can get behind it. That's right. That's right. And if they can't, they're not the right fit. No. Right? Immediately, literally exactly. and figuratively. Yeah. I feel like it's helpful for the hiring process because I'm like, if you see the unit, if I come to you to interview in this pink uniform and say, this is our uniform and you're like, uh-huh. then I'm like, you're not for us. It's true. It's, it's a barrier of entry, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is an example, Jen, of you doing something one way before the pandemic and then completely shifting it as a result of realizing what we did before isn't working because the world has changed. My neighborhood has changed. The world has changed. The pet business industry has changed. And so I need to do something completely different, something that I might not have done before. So there are going to be some things that you may need to do differently. We won't be able to talk about all of them today, but a couple of the things you'll be able to implement very quickly. Okay. All right. You have pen and paper. I love that, darling. You're all set. Look at you. You're like, I'm I ready. Am a yeah, take it. I'm, I'm ready. Teacher, tell me what to do. Okay. So cancellations, cancellations. If you let your clients dictate when they can cancel, they are going to be metaphorically peeing and pooping all over your business and also walking, like flushing money down the toilet for you too. So not only yeah. peeing and pooping, but flushing money down the toilet. Because they have to hold their spot. Yeah, exactly. And not only you have to hold their spot, but your staff does too. Mm-hmm. So they are impacted. Not only is your business impacted, not only are you impacted, but your staff. So it has a huge ripple effect that if that ripple continues, can ultimately destroy your business. And so what I've discovered through my own, having been in business for so many years, working with so many people that have been in business for a lot of years, if we allow our clients to dictate what we do because we're afraid of losing them, we've already lost our business in a way. Like, it's already destined for failure because I can definitely see how that, like I've learned that in a different, in different aspects of the business, but even different ways of life too. Like how we run our business is how we live our life often. Okay. So when we make, right. (laughs) I I, 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 when I'm, I'm currently training one of my staff, Alex, he just got promoted um, to pack leader, which is a management position. And like when I, when I'm doing his timesheet and stuff, I'm just like, I, when, when I really look at my time, like if I was to have a timesheet, yes, the timesheet would never end. Uh-huh. And I would be making maybe five five dollars an hour for yeah. the amount of management like and troubleshooting yeah. and yes. on the whim I'm in the car and I'm getting messages and I'm like mm-hmm. okay does this work does that work at the red light you know exactly <laughs> yeah not even red lights are sacred anymore right for business owners yeah, yeah. Uh, but they can be again so one of the okay. ways is teach me Kristen I will darling okay here we go so what I what I want to know, I need some information from you, and then we're going to tweak it so that you're going to begin to train your clients how to how to work with you in a way that's actually going to work for you. Okay. So what is your cancellation policy right now? Tell me. So so right now for dog walks specifically, mm-hmm. um, we have a 24-hour cancellation policy where they can cancel directly through the app. Okay. And, and 
what about like long periods? Like you were telling me that they cancel for a week. Yeah. Uh, what do you have any kind of policy about that? We don't have that for dog walks. Okay. Because it's never been a thing until now, oh, and I don't really know thing now. So, so I know, and a lot of people can go. I've never had to do this before, and yeah. so that then prevents them in their mind from making a change. But the reality is, things are different now, and so because things are different now things also need to change in the way you're running your business. So what I'm going to recommend is that you have, and I'm going to let you choose this, okay? So for the cancellations for the one-off cancellations, okay, you have 24 hours cancellation policy for one walk, really, right? Or even a week, it sounds like. But for the one-off walks, what I'm going to say is, you can either choose 48 hours or 72 hours. If you choose 48 hours, Jen, mm-hmm. start because you're afraid of doing for uh 20, you know, going from 24 to 72 hour cancellation policy. Mm-hmm. I want you to really be aware of how if if nothing changes with the 48 hours and you're still noticing that clients are canceling a lot and it's impacting your staff, that actually is going to need to change to 72 hours in about... So what you're saying is just start with 72 hours. I would say 72 hours. Yeah, but that can be... Because then I have to negotiate twice. Yeah, we don't want you to do that. But, you know, it may be that if you were to do 48, you know, but I sense if you do 72 hours, What's going to happen is clients are not going to have you be last on their to-do list to call for cancellations because probably they know, they know, and yet you only have 24 hours. So they're like, I can let her know the night before or the day before. It's no problem. But then you reap the disaster from that Mm -hmm. lack of clarity. And so does your staff. So, yes, I would recommend. I just like, I, it's taken me years, years to yeah. get clients to recognize if you cancel on Sunday, I won't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday is just the one day I have off. Just and one day. It. And I love that you, <laughs> uh, I can really hear from what you just said that you honor that one day. Yeah. And so, and I might be boarding you. a day. Yeah. But I'm off of office. Oh, yes. That warms my heart. It really does. So Mm -hmm. it's going to impact your clients in a positive way too, because maybe not initially. Some are going to be upset. They might even say, we're out of here. You know, this isn't enough time or they'll try to sweet talk you into, okay, we'll talk about that in a minute. But what's going to happen with the 72 hours is they're going to let you know by Friday night about a Monday cancellation, right? Or they're going to reap the consequences of that, which is you're going to, and actually it would be Thursday, wouldn't it? It's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or, you know, anyway, 72 hours, however that works out. So the thing is, is that you're going to know, and you're going to be able to have more of a weekend. And so your staff are going to know what their week is going to look like the next week. You're going to be able to make the schedule you know, maybe even go back to Fridays or maybe one other day. But right now you're mm-hmm. changing it like nine or 10 times. That doesn't yeah, it's work. like three times on a Friday alone. And no. then yeah, no. Saturday, like multiple times. And then Monday morning. Yeah, Monday no. Morning. Forget Monday it. Morning. And that like Monday morning, like we're already kind of mentally like, oh my God, it's Monday, right? And you add having to do a schedule Rubik's Cube in the morning. That just sets your week off for, you know, depression, anxiety. <laughs> um, honesty. You know, honesty, right? Yeah. I'm, hey, I'm honest. If nothing else, I'm honest, darling. I'm going to, you know, yes. And so we want to prevent depression and anxiety. We want to prevent the Monday blues as much as possible, you know, especially if you're taking Sundays off. You're feeling perhaps refreshed, rejuvenated. You slide into Monday and you're like, oh my God, I want out. You know, forget it. We don't want that. So 
72-hour notice cancellation policy. So here mm-hmm. are the things you need to be aware of. You need to give your clients at least a month's notice for this, okay? Because this is a big change for them. So what I want you to do is I want you, and you, you know, I say a month, but, you know, because it's impacting your business so much, you could actually do two weeks. So what you might want to do is starting, it's now April 6th, you might want to say starting, you could even do like starting May 1st, that would be three weeks. Mm, Yeah. Because we just got into April. Okay. Yes. So I would say, you know, May 1st, starting May 1st, um, we are implementing a 72-hour notice cancellation policy for dog walks. And I would even say, typically, I wouldn't say, you know, you don't have to share. I would say you don't have to share anything. But what you can say is, this is impacting our our business. You know, the short cancellations are impacting our business in a negative way. And we want to be around, you know, for as you know, for the lifetime of your pet, you know, or something like that, so that they really get the impact that it has for you. And what that's going to do too is it's adding that simple sentence is going to probably lessen the the pushback from your clients because you know you're dealing with New Yorkers, God bless them. They can be like a really intense bunch of people, right? You probably got some really great clients and some really intense clients who are in your face about things. <laughs> Am I right? You're nodding. Okay. <laughs> and you've got like a really cute smile on your face. So I know there's lots of stories there you could tell, but we're not going to tell those right now. So, it, and also in the spirit of anonymity for your clients, right? God bless them. God, I love New Yorkers. I really do. I'm I'm not being facetious here. So we're, you're, we're a unique bunch of people. Totally. And you know what I love, I will say this about New Yorkers. I love the directness. It's like, you know, I live in Northern California and there's like Northern California, people are getting a bit better at being more direct and authentic and and honest, but it's a slow, slow learning curve. And so New Yorkers just have that. It's ingrained. It's like, you know, you get a birth certificate in New York and you've got that in your DNA. And that's a beautiful quality. It's funny, one of my staff recently moved to New York. And when we first started out and during training, he thought, that we thought he wasn't doing a good job in training because we're like, no, you got to do this. No, you got to do this. Okay. This, that, that. All right. And while we're doing this, do that as well. And he was like, wow, I'm really doing badly. I'm used to just getting all positive feedback. And I was like, dude, we just don't, we care about you not enough, not to waste your time. Exactly. The filter <laughs> is you, removed. If we didn't care about you. We just wouldn't bother. That's right. You'd be out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, but like for us, it's like no, we're not gonna we're not gonna politely like mm-hmm. beat around the bush. Well, you could yeah. do no because yeah. the faster you get it, the faster you succeed. Amen. That's right. And that's right. And we're not about. slowing anybody down. Did you know that in addition to coaching pet business owners on this podcast, Kristen Morrison also offers private one-on-one business and life coaching sessions, as well as group online classes. Kristen's rapid fire private coaching sessions will help you get the answers to your most important business and life questions. Rapid fire sessions are 25 or 50 minutes. If you have one or two specific questions or business issues, this is a fast way to get you pointed in the right direction. Kristen also offers best year yet coaching to help you create an empowering roadmap of 10 business or life goals for the next 12 months. You'll learn how to set powerful monthly and weekly action steps to keep you on track to accomplish even your biggest goals. You can start Best Year Yet coaching at any time of the year. The Best Year Yet starter package includes a two-hour private coaching session with Kristen and goal-setting and tracking software to help you stay on top of your goals all year long. Or if you'd like to book a vacation and experience a day of private coaching, you can take your business and life to the next level with an immersive coaching experience when you book a VIP coaching day with Kristen Morrison in either California or Hawaii. When you book a VIP coaching day, you'll receive customized business and life coaching with Kristen as your guide. You'll also learn what you need to find and hire great staff or attract profitable clients or customers or both. 
With a VIP coaching day, you'll receive a full day of customized coaching to help you get unstuck in your business and your life, plus a lot more. If you'd like to spend a full day with Kristen and learn how to leap over your roadblocks and create systems and strategies that enable you to work on your business instead of in your business, the VIP Coaching Day is for you. In addition to private coaching, Kristen teaches live webinars and online workshops. These classes enable you to watch, listen, and learn from wherever you're at in the world. If you're not able to attend the live class date, simply sign up and you'll automatically receive the recording the day after the class. New webinars and workshops are added to the website monthly. The VIP coaching days, private coaching sessions, and monthly group classes give you many options to take your business and life to a new level of growth, satisfaction, and profitability. To find out more, go to prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash grow. That's prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash grow. Or go to this episode's show notes page to find out more about Kristen's private coaching and online classes to begin transforming your pet business or personal life right now. To find out more, go to prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash grow. So with hiring, you know, they're for each state that people are located in and if people move from one state to another, like that walker you were saying, mm-hmm. there's a culture shock. And there's so that actually should be something that when there's training happening, that that gets stated because it's like if somebody was coming from Northern California, they would be like, oh my gosh wait, you don't like me or I'm doing a bad job, but it's like, no, I start. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. It's okay. Um, when I start training sessions to me personally, like the first thing I say to them when they, you know, cause I'm like, if you're showing up for a shadow day, and the moment I arrive is when we're working, we're literally walking to the elevator, going up to the client. That's right. Um, the first thing I say to them is, if it seems like I'm being short with you or curt with you, um, please don't take it personally. I do not have any ill will, Ill will towards you. I don't have any ill feelings towards you. Yeah. I'm very direct. And sometimes that can come off as a little um, sharp yeah. Yeah. Um, or pointed. Yeah. But please know that I am, I am, you know, I am only doing the things in the moment because... Yeah. If you don't learn them the moment it happens, it's not going to, you're not going to learn it. Well, it's like dog training. Humans yeah. do that too in the moment. Mark, if you mark do the it, moment. Yep. If you do it like an hour later, it's like already yeah. gone. <laughs> right. They don't remember yeah. what happened. They don't no. remember that when you turn to the side and the curb, you didn't look both ways across the street. Yeah. You know? It matters. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that you do that. So I want to go back to the cancellations because that is really what, is being said here and it's impacting, you know, financially, emotionally, mentally, physically, like all the things, right. All the Mm -hmm. ways. And probably even spiritually, if we were to go there, right. It's like that dramatic impact. I'm not going to lie. I have had some (laughs) come to the universe moments. (laughs) Like, is this even a valuable field Mm -hmm. to be in? Should dog walking exist anymore? Yes. The existential questions. Yeah. (laughs) So the thing is though, darling, my dear darling, Jen, the thing is, is that there are things that you're, you're doing your business the old way, but we're going to do business the new way going forward. Okay. We don't know yet if this is going to make it, make you fall in love with your business again. I suspect it might. Um, we don't know if it's going to make your staff love the business again or, you know, more than they are now. I suspect it will. But the thing is, is that if nothing changes, then nothing changes, right? And expecting different results is insanity. So cancellations, your clients saying, okay, I'm going to take next week off. They get to do that two weeks a year, regular ongoing Mm, clients. Yes. So what that's going to look like is... Yes, a limit. <laughs> I'm going to say, unless they're boarding with me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, the thing is, is that, do you have a software system that you use to track everything? Yeah, we use Scout. 
Okay, perfect. So what you're going to want to do is, I would imagine there's a spot in Scout to be able to tally all these cancellations. So what, like a memo part or something, there's got to be something. If not, then you'll need to do a Google Docs or something. But I, I would do it actually within the client file. You know, even mm, in the memo right. section. On a client-by-client basis. Yes, because it is a client-by-client basis. It's not across the board. It's like each client is going to have a different number, okay? So what you're going to do is if a client says, you know, I'm taking two weeks off for the summer, then you can say, you know, we're happy to continue, but we have a two-week policy because we hold this spot for you. So dog walking and clients may need to be educated about this because dog walking is very specific in terms of the time periods that you can walk and you can only walk a certain number of dogs. You know all this. I'm preaching to the choir. Your clients don't though. They don't realize that most clients are going to have you come probably between 11 and 2 or between 10 and 3, whatever that kind of sweet spot time period is. And after that, you're playing with fire, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clients aren't, you know, it, dead zone. Yeah, it's like five o'clock. It's like, why even come, you know, they're going right. to be home at six or seven. So because of that, you only have a certain number of hours that you can actually offer clients. And if they are canceling last minute or canceling for weeks at a time, and then expecting to come back, like you're holding that spot for them. So that needs to go in to that letter to that email that you send. So we don't want to send a bunch of different emails. I'm only going to, I'm going to recommend that you have two items in here about the cancellation policy. One is that 72 hours notice to cancel dog walks and that going forward, starting on May 1st, they get up to two weeks of no dog walks, but because you're holding that spot for them, and so are your staff, they're dog walkers, and there are only specific time periods that people can have, you know, their dog walked that, you know, over two weeks, you will need to charge them for that walk. So, um, what would a good policy be for that to basically charge for holding the spot? What would that fee be? Would it be a percentage? Uh, I I would say it's the dog walk fee, really. I mean, like the you know, whole... yeah. How, how much do you charge for dog walking? What's the? I know it probably ranges, but what's yeah, average? Honestly, honestly, so we have switched. So before the pandemic, we did mostly like 30 minute walks, mm-hmm. um, hour walks maybe now because of our new, our new way of doing things is to capitalize on the amount of time we spend with each dog instead of trying to see more dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, this helps of course, because they're branched off in different places. Mm-hmm. Um, so our average client I'd say gets 90 minute walks. And if it's a social 90 minute walk, then that's $45. Okay. And then if it's private walk, how much is that? A private walk, usually private walks are either 45 minutes or an hour. Mm-hmm. And private private hour is $45. Yeah. Okay. So it's the same really, but shorter time period. Yeah. So okay. the the private 60 minute is the same as a social 90 minute. Got it. Well, the thing is, is that I do think it should be that amount. You know, having it be a percentage, it's like, because what you want to do is you want to give your walker, like, you know, and you want to tell your walkers, clients get up to two weeks to, you know, they get up to two weeks worth of cancellations in a given year. So, you know, 50 weeks are going to be a normal schedule. There are going to be two weeks out of the 52 weeks that they get. And it might be like one-offs here and there. It might be two weeks. But you're going to get paid regardless after that. You're not going to get paid for those two weeks, right? And they're going to be separate from one-offs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they should be able to take one-offs if they're sick. 
you know, and that's the other thing too. Here's the thing. So if they call you the night before and they say, I've got COVID. Oh yeah. That's, I don't okay, charge for that. Good. Or my dog has to go to the vet or my kid's sick or, you know, yeah. we have to travel because whatever, you know, somebody's sick, you know, it's, you have to have a heart in your business and I know you that you do. So Definitely. that's important to just honor that. And what I would do too is I often, like when I implemented new things that may seemed really intense to clients, I gave them like a grace period of one. Okay. So yeah. let's say you set this, you implement this starting on May 1st, on May 15th, one of your clients forgets and contacts you like the night before and says, oh, you know, I don't need you to come tomorrow. You can say, I just want to remind you about the cancellation policy. I'm going to give you one as a freebie because then you're gifting them something. But after this, I do need to have you honor this. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and they may, they may decide to just pay you for it, but I think there's something to be said for grace and mercy, but also being very true to boundaries. Okay. And you can do both. My thing is if it's a, it's an emergency, meaning like a medical emergency, uh, something that'll put my staff at risk. Yep. You know, I don't want to send my staff to your house. That's right. I know you're positive for COVID or Mm -hmm. something else that's contagious, or, you know, there's a dangerous, uh, thing happening in your apartment building that day. Mm -hmm. Um, I do want to get your take on a minimum number of walks per week mm-hmm. because I've yes. considered doing that many times. It's important. It really is. Yes. That was, and that's for example, the, mm-hmm. okay, go ahead. Yeah. I have clients who have even signed on for three days a week, like as their normal schedule and reoccurringly they'll cancel so many walks. It ends up being a one walk per week. Yeah. And that, so the cancellation policy is going to prevent that from happening. Okay. And I do believe, do you have anybody that's two times a week minimum? Do you have any clients like that? Okay. So what I, what I had in my business is two times a week was the minimum. We never did, or I, I shouldn't say never, you know, we did it for clients that were pet sitting clients that, you know, desperately needed a walker like randomly, but that was very rare. So we had a two walk a week minimum policy. So I would have a minimum. And if that, so that you be- say, so for example, we do have clients in buildings where we walk other dogs that don't need a regular walker, but there are these one-off times. Um, well, I, that it can be problematic because again, you're doing the Rubik's cube with yeah. that. So it's like, what I want you to be looking at is, is this worth it for me? Adding on these one-offs, on one and maybe it is because they're already there or you're already there and it's like easy. As long as they're social walks yeah. and I can just plug yeah. them into the, the You know what? Walk. If it's plug and play and it's easy, yes. If it's difficult, no. You've already got like too much difficulty. <laughs> we want to remove the difficulty. And part of that will be removed with these cancellation policies being in place. You're going to be amazed at how much your life gets easier. And not only that, how much your income increases. Okay. The other thing I'm going to recommend is last minute, and this is going to be the last thing we're going to talk about, and then we're going to have to end this session. But one of the things that I want you to look at doing is implementing a last minute fee Again, if you have to scramble, and perhaps even if you don't have to scramble, like these clients who live in the apartment building and they say, oh, if you're coming to the apartment building tomorrow, can you walk my dog too? So -hmm. what I would do is I would add like $10 onto that Mm -hmm. client. Like, yes, we can do it, but I'm going to have to scramble to make it happen. I'm happy to do that. We have a last minute fee of $10. Yeah, I do have that right now. What is it? I have what I call a same day. Uh, service fee. So like if you tell me the day of, um, and I do count that for, um, requests that I've not received, um, on Sundays. Yes. So we actually, 
I would say last minute is 48 hours. Yeah, 48 hours or fewer notice. Because again, we don't want to, that Sunday is sacred. You have a sacred Sunday. You have to be able to trust that and know that, that that is there for you, for your regeneration, rejuvenation, revitalization, all the rewords that matter. <laughs> so I mean, when you work with dogs and like it, we do so much. Oh my gosh. Mental gymnastics, totally. emotional gymnastics. Oh, yes. I mean, we have to be there to emotionally support the dog when of they're course. having a tough time. Totally. And then regulate our emotions. Oh, for completely. That. And what a wonderful boss you are to realize that rate that regulation and how it matters. I mean, that's a really important part of mental health yeah. and mental wellness, you know, and for you to be so emotionally astute is I'm just so happy for your staff that they have you. It's beautiful. Hardly any bosses are aware of that. And that truly matters now more than ever. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, it, it's definitely harder for everybody to do the job when everybody is struggling with themselves totally. and their personal lives. Yeah, but if you've got somebody who's empathetic and compassionate yeah. and loving and a human being and not, I'm going to be a boss and be, you know, the power thing, which some bosses can get into, it's like, no wonder your people are like, I just want to work. <laughs> That's Unfortunately, lost most of that staff because eventually they needed more work to pay their yeah. bills. But, but some of them do come back and fill yes. in as needed when we're in a, in a pinch. And like attracts like. So here you are, you know, attracting these people who are just really, there are more where they came from, right? And And also what has been discovered when it comes to hiring people is that appreciation and empathy are even more important like experiencing that in the workplace, it's even more important than money. Like a lot mm -hmm. of people will even put up with a very low amount of money because they have bosses who are kind and merciful and empathetic and understanding. Mm -hmm. And you have that in spades. Well, I worked at, I'm not going to say which one, but a major coffee retail chain. <laughs> before this job and I before that I worked a minimum wage uh, food service job for almost a year so I I come from knowing what the emotional and mental cost is yeah and needing to appreciate the emotional and mental energy that it takes to do a job that someone else has told you to do. Yes, that's right. And dealing with the oh. public too. So not only are you and your staff dealing with dogs, which can be really taxing and wonderful, of course, too. Yeah, right? no, that's Two the thing. Sides. Yeah. Thinks, oh my God, it's going to be sunshine and roses. I'm going to yeah. be hugging puppies all day. Totally. And it's they like, no reality check, it's a blizzard and the dog has diarrhea. Exactly. <laughs> what you going to do with that, sweetheart? Yeah. And so you're dealing with that, but you're also dealing with the humans too, right? Yeah. And they can be challenging. They can also be wonderful. So yeah, it's just, there's a lot there. So I've given you some actions. I want you to implement these as soon as possible. Okay. I want you to send out the cancellation, the two item cancellation that we talked about that is really clear. All right. And again, you can give your clients a grace period one time, but let them know that you're doing it because it's sort of like correcting a puppy. You know, I see that you pooped on the floor. I know you didn't mean to, you know, come here. But then the next time it's like, sweetheart, no, <laughs> you do. Now, you know what you're doing. <laughs> you didn't know before and your clients are going to take your leads. So in some ways, Clients are like, not children, but we have to set the boundaries as business owners. If we don't 
they just will naturally kind of pee and poop all over the place, not being jerks. They don't necessarily intend to, but they're going to take as much room as we give them in terms of cancellation policies. They're not going to raise the rate and say, it's very unlikely that they're going to say, you know, you should get a raise. Here you go. That may happen now and then, but you know, it's up to you to be the leader of your path. And I definitely see that being a lot more of something that I have to be mindful of now that we have so many first time pet owners. That's right. Who have never had a dog walker before. That's right. They don't know what the rules are. They don't know what to expect. They don't know the boundaries. They don't know anything about this relationship at all. They have no idea. And so you're there to not only work with the dog, but you're there to work with them and teach them. And that's going to serve them well if they move and they get another dog walker. You know, they moved to Nebraska and they get a dog walker, right? You're Mm -hmm. helping them. You're helping the future dog, you know, the other dog walker companies, you know? (laughs) So yeah, it's, it has a ripple effect. Um, in many ways that we can't even comprehend, right? With your staff, with you, mentally, physically, all the ways, right, that we talked about. These, just doing these, I mean, there's a lot more we could talk about, of course, but starting with this is going to dramatically increase your happiness level and your prosperity, and your staff too, they're going to get paid after those two weeks, mm-hmm. they're getting paid mm-hmm. and they're going to be more willing to adapt to these changes. If they're getting paid, you're going to be willing to adapt to changes. If you're getting paid. I actually have a follow-up question about that because if we do implement this, um, like a, a maximum number of off weeks. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a follow-up question on that as well. Okay. So I have, I have one minute. So okay. give me um, one question. Okay. So does it make sense to, if I put this into place and I expect my, my clients to be paying for their time slot, Mm-hmm. to offer a minimum um, minimum weekly salary, not based off the actual hours. I wouldn't do that. No. Okay. No, I wouldn't do that. No. Because clients move, their pets die, things change. You don't want to be like emboldened to that. We want right. to keep, again, going in the spirit of simplicity. Level. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's a great question. Okay. If we have 20 seconds, 20 seconds, leave New York for the summer for several months at a time. So that, because you, if they do that every year, they do it every year and they always come back. Then I would just give them that. I wouldn't even, I would send them the, you know, one-offs. They need 72 hours notice, but I would leave the two weeks out of there. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because that's what they do. It's who they are. They're going to be really upset if they have to pay for two and a half months that they're not getting. And rightly so. So, And they'll probably, you know, that would be a question I would be asking clients when you take them on. Because so many New Yorkers do that. You know, tell me about your summer schedule. Because here's the deal. We have two weeks. Um, But if you travel for the summer and you're gone, we don't implement that. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, my dear. Great working it with was you today. So awesome talking to you today. Oh my gosh. I just I think you are an incredible human being. I know that's hard for you to take in, but I don't care. I have been taught not to take compliments well, but um <laughs> well, uh you don't get you don't get to choose in this moment. <laughs> Okay. And I guess I'll say thank you very much. And thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. Um, it, even just being able to talk about this, it's just, you know, one of those things that makes you go, ah, I you just know. need to get it out. Totally. You know? And, you know, that's why when I'm working with pet business owners, oftentimes in the coaching sessions, whether it's a podcast coaching session like this one, or it's a private session, the first 10, 15 minutes are usually them just like 
bah. And it's like, <laughs> it's fine. It's like, that's what needs to happen. Yeah. It's like, you got to get it out. And then it's like what they're doing and what you were doing is like, you're throwing this uh, net down and it's such a like t- knotted mess, right? A fishing net. And so yeah. part of my job with you is like unraveling it. But you have to throw it down so that we can see what we're working with. Yeah. And it's, so it's, it's so like as someone who's into like before, before even dog training, I studied animal behavior in college and like seeing how the emotional aspect of going through hurdles is so, you know, integrated into running a business Yeah, and that like what you just said that like the business like you know has its good moments and stuff the good parts of the net that are already not tangled and yep. then there's just this massive knots and it's mm-hmm. a massive emotion totally feelings oh completely completely yeah. i mean that that knotted net impacts our life Mm-hmm. Our emotional life, our mental life, our physical life. I mean, so many pet business owners that I work with that have that knotted net are seeing chiropractors weekly, getting massages. They're doing everything they can to take care of their physical body as yeah. well as their mental and emotional well being. But if we don't address the knots, you know, the other self-care, taking the baths, doing whatever is just like addressing the symptoms and not mm-hmm. actually what the knotted like mess. taking like this part of the knot even the rest there and then yes. the ball moves and it tangles up again. That's right. That's right. So we're like going in, I kind of think about it in a way like doing surgery on a business. Like we have to actually kind of get the scalpel out and dissect the net. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's like, because if we don't, yeah. And what we're throwing away here, my dear Jen, is we're throwing Mm -hmm. away an old way of being that no longer works for the business anymore. And Mm -hmm. if it no longer works for the business, it no longer works for you either. And we're throwing away this old coat that you don't need. And we're creating a business that hopefully will be able to be more fun to run will give you more peace and well-being as a result of running it right that's that's the goal. I want to spend more time with dogs totally absolutely <laughs> yes well, time in the office with the rubik's cube forget exactly. it yeah no all right my dear lovely right. to work with you today Thank you so much. You are so welcome. It was such a pleasure and a joy. Yeah. Okay. You take care. Bye. Hi, pet business owners. I hope you enjoyed that session with Jen. If you would like to apply to be coached on the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast, I would love to work with you. You can go to prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 125. That's the number 125. And you will see a link in the show notes page that says apply to be coached on the podcast. It's a very short application. Fill it out and my podcast team will be in touch with you soon. I love working with you pet business owners on the podcast and there are some spaces coming up very soon. So If you've been thinking about it for a while, if you've been like, I really would love to get a free coaching session with Kristen, this is your opportunity, really. I encourage you to take a leap of faith. It's an opportunity for you to work with me, and I would love to work with you. So again, prosperouspetbusiness.com forward slash podcast 125. On the show notes page, you will also find information about my private coaching if you feel shy or nervous about being on a podcast, but you would love to work with me. There's information there as well. I do all different types of coaching. I do life coaching, business coaching. I can help you create your best year you've ever had. That's where I help you create 10 goals 
and create a best year yet plan. And that's a two-hour coaching session with me where I really work intensely with you and just it's a profound session where you will walk away with a business and life plan that will have 10 goals that will help you move powerfully forward into the next 12 months. And you don't need to start that at the beginning of the year. You really can start it at any point. I'm working with a lot of new best year yet coaching clients right now who are you know, have signed up for coaching sessions to create their best year yet. And it's not too late. It's always the right time. So I look forward to working with you, whether it's on the podcast or privately. And if you would like to follow me on Instagram, you can go to petbizcoach. That's P-E-T-B-I-Z coach, all one word, petbizcoach. And again, if you'd like to check out my other podcasts that I have for all types of business owners, it's Business Pathfinder, and that is coaching sessions with all types of business owners from all over the world. So if you are not a pet business owner and you would like to be coached by me, there is an opportunity for that as well by going to the Business Pathfinder podcast and clicking on the show notes link, which you can find in any podcast app. The new podcast, Business Pathfinder, is wherever you listen to this podcast. So thank you so much for being a listener. I appreciate you. I love, love, love having you listen each week or each month or whenever I release episodes. It means a lot to me. And I hope you're doing well, wherever you're at, however you're listening to this, whatever you're doing while you're listening to this, I wish you a beautiful day or evening, wherever you're at in the world. Take good care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Prosperous Pet Business Podcast. It would be great if you would take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes. For any questions, comments, or pet business coaching topics you would like to hear on future podcasts, please visit us at www.prosperouspetbusiness.com or www.sixfigurepetbusinessacademy.com.